Hello, everyone, and uh, welcome. Wow, <laughs> wrong show. I wrong have to, show. Have to super, have super to secret special guest <laughs> that is now not super or secret anymore. Um, this is the Push My Buttons Game podcast, episode 16. Luke is back, and uh, we're going to skip over the super secret guest. And I was we'll super go, excited. We'll go to Mr. Mike. Hello, everyone out there in podcast land. I hope you had a wonderful week. This is Dungeon Master Mike. Okay, so do you use this in like regular life or is it just for this podcast? <laughs> um, <laughs> I bought it for this yes. podcast, maybe. He uses, oh, it, he, he uses it for his uh, professional work Zoom calls. Oh god. Yes, my boss constantly gets confused. <laughs> uh hey Pat, you're next. Oh I'm next, Cody. <laughs> Pat's here. Not very much sleep, so don't mind me if I curse a lot. This is gonna be excellent. <laughs> Captain Platinum. And Captain Platinum's here. How's everybody doing? Doing great. Okay, now super secret special guest who's not secret <clears throat> anymore it's not like anybody who listens to this knows my voice so i'm still super secret i mean we are part of the same network <laughs> and there's a lot of crossovers so i am Very the uncanny riab from hi from the geek news network nerd network not from news. The Riot. Every time. oh my god from yeah. the nerd dome podcast here it is <laughs> Can I do another thing for Ryan, please? Because I'm Go so ahead. happy. I here. love things. <laughs> Ryan. You just made his that, week. That gave me chills. <laughs> He's gonna want that at work now. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to take that little clip from your track and turn it into a ringtone for people to download. <laughs> Every time Ryan calls me. <laughs> I also want that. <laughs> I'll just, mm. I'll just, I'll just send the link to everybody and be like, mm. all of you need to update my ringtone in your phone. <laughs> I don't, <laughs> I don't I listen to the recordings of this podcast because I get super self conscious, but I will listen for the for <laughs> for Ryan and for that. <laughs> mm. uh, um. So Ryan, since you're the guest, um, what we what we like to do uh, with with new special guests is I uh, want you to maybe give me a little and the listeners a little like background in in gaming for you, like maybe earliest gaming memory or some of your favorite gaming uh, systems or games. Um, you should have told me so I could prepare. My earliest gaming memory is watching my cousin play Zelda and and Super Mario Brothers. Um, mm-hmm. I remember watching my cousins. They were more like my siblings, so they don't have any siblings growing up. So they were the ones they were they lived next door and and like had the Nintendo and, and they would come over and play my Nintendo with me. And I yeah, I remember being up like super late one night and for some reason my mom didn't make me go to bed because I was hanging out with them and watching them play Zelda and they got farther than I ever dreamed of. <laughs> I was so excited to see what like, happened. The game keeps going? Because <laughs> I, I, I was super little, but I loved Legend of Zelda and, and Super Mario, and my cousin would like could do the speed runs, mm-hmm. go through it really fast, and it was the only way I could ever see the end um, where you get to see save the princess. 
Mm-hmm. So yeah, that is probably my earliest. Oh, I remember playing Atari with another cousin. Like like uh, a twenty six hundred. Yeah, yeah, like the one that had the wood grain. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> the classiest was, of consoles. Space Invaders. That was mm-hmm. what we were playing. I remember that. That's awesome. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Um, all right. So so now we'll, we'll move into, and Ryan, I'll, I'll let you keep going on this one. Uh, we just like to talk about some games that we are currently playing. Do I get to go first again? Yep. Yep. Okay. Um, I am playing... Pokemon Go, because <laughs> mm-hmm. this last week was po- weekend was Pokemon Go Fest, and it was actually pretty fun. And you need to get, accept my gift; it's been hanging there. Well, I, I haven't played since last weekend. I just opened it again today. <laughs> okay, take um, my gift. This, this week is Dragon Week, so you should all play and get some d- cool dragon types. Like but not Charizard. Charizard's not a dragon. You fool. I know. I know. Not That's Charizard what I was is. saying. <laughs> but his Mega Evolution. Well, Mega Evolutions are going to be implemented yes. soon. Yes. And yes. that is a dragon. Black Char. Black Charizard is what we call him. Because <laughs> <laughs> shiny we Charizard know. is black Charizard. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm also playing Assassin's Creed. Which one? Syn- Syndicate. Syndicate. And I love mm. it. And I'm almost done with it. And I've only been playing for like a month. And I'm almost mm. done with it. So which one? It takes me a long time. <laughs> and, and Jamie, you might, might know too. Which one is the one with the, the like brother sister? Syndicate. Is that Syndicate? The one okay. I'm playing right now. Yeah. I played a little bit of that. I then... love it. I love her way more. Oh, oh. And I unlocked the, I found all the. Secrets of London. So I unlocked the armor, the best outfit Mm -hmm. in the game, and it's her outfit. Hmm. And he doesn't get that. He doesn't get his best outfit until later, I guess. But I am, and hers is so cool. It's like shimmery and white, and like there's like this uh, glitchy kind of thing that goes over the animus glitch graphic, and it's over it Mm -hmm. all the time. Like you're just walking around and you kind of like phase in and out. I love it. Would you wear it in real life? I totally would if they made a male one. I couldn't pull off. I couldn't. I don't have the hips for the one that she's wearing. Don't sell yourself (laughs) short, sir. You won't uh, know until you try. That's true. Are you 100%ing this one, Ryab? Yes. (laughs) I've already. I have gotten every collectible already and every side mission done. I just have to play through the story. In, In classic Ryan fashion, I have to do every side quest first before I finish this, the end game because I'm weird. <laughs> okay. Um, so I will go next. Um, and I'm, do we, mm, we might run long. I do want to talk about, I do want to kind of do a, a baby deep dive on the final fantasy seven remake, but I, I want to wait. Baby deep dive. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we found out who the guy on the morning show is. You know, the crazy. (laughs) Perfect. Mine can do your intro to every segment. (laughs) I mean, when you, okay, yeah, we love to make fun of that guy. But when the tool is sitting right in front of me, it's so hard not to push all the buttons. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. All right. Um, so we'll do. So we'll maybe do. I, I finished up Final Fantasy VII. We'll we'll do a, a dive on that one probably next episode. 
Um, or I mean, if we got time, we can always do it later on. I'm, I know yeah. we have a point. We have a specific goal for this show, but yeah, yeah. I well, if we have time at the end, we can jump into it. But I don't want to make it a two and a half hour podcast because I have a lot of thoughts. Um, and not all of us have finished it yet either. Facts. Um, okay, yeah, but <laughs> we we know um, how it ends. <laughs> um. <laughs> Yeah, so I started after uh, there was a, an announcement at the, the Xbox thing that we'll talk about a little bit later, and it uh, gave me the urge to play Fable again. So I started I started playing that. I only played maybe a couple hours. The original Fable, yes. It's on Game Pass. Surprise. Um, but all not of them for are. PC. Nope. Which is annoying. Um. But yeah, so I've been playing that, and I forgot how much I like that. And I never played like the re- like the anniversary version that came out on 360, which is the one that's on Game Pass. I played like the Xbox Fable, where they were still very kind of blocky type mm. people. So I was like, oh, this looks better than I remember. And then I did a little research, and I was like, oh, that's why it looks a little better than I remember. Um, so I've been playing that. Uh, I also started, I have all of the Uncharted games, but I have never played them. Uh, so I decided to jump into Uncharted, um, and that one's fun because it's you know Tomb Raider, Drake's Fortune, right? Yes, the Fortune. Drake's Fortune. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, what difficulty did you fun. choose? As normal, I think. Small. Just whatever the standard one is. Um, and then, uh, so yeah, I've been doing that, and then you know jumping in and out of Skyrim like I do uh, <laughs> on the regular. Um, but also have been playing uh, Tomb Raider, which is our our uh, game of the month to play. So I've been working through that too. Mike, you're up next. This will save time, so we can do a Final Fantasy VII baby deep. D- oh dang it! I deleted the voice. Ha! Oh no! You fool! <laughs> ah! <laughs> An accident. It wasn't supposed to work. Um. Oh no! Wait. Hold on a second. How come it's not? Is it still working? No, my normal voice. Whatever. Okay. Um, so uh, maybe I have to save time. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's like uh, a two-minute monologue right there. <laughs> possibly. Uh, I have not been playing any games because I have uh, a work deadline and I'm trying to be a responsible adult and not super addicted to uh, Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, I have not made any progress on anything. Uh, but when game. I, but as far as uh, Tomb Raider goes, I did I did uh, start it since uh, last week, um, and uh, Ghost of Tsushima is kind of like at the end of Act Two for me. But once I once I complete this deadline, I jump right back in the game. So that's me. Nice. I that sorry that was in my list too. I played I played about two hours of Ghost of. Tsushima and I did a I did a stream on it where you can see uh Jin Sakai um taking cute selfies. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a samurai picture game. Like it's mm-hmm. it's <laughs> Ghost of Tsushima's second beautiful background generator first. Like that's exactly mm-hmm. what it is. Mm-hmm. It's and awesome. I'd like to I'd like to thank everyone that watched this uh, stream and voted for me to name the cloud or the the um the horse uh, Sora, which I then <laughs> immediately ignored and named it Kage. Oh, I named I, my horse Sora. I did you choose the black horse? 
No, it shows the white horse. See how that makes sense? I, See, I'm a, yeah. I think, I think black sky would have been just perfect. Yes. No. See, I'm on that side. No. Thank you. <laughs> no. No, because I accidentally pushed confirm three times to pick Kage. It was an accident. And and I know it's Kage, but I call him Cage. And so anytime <laughs> I call the anytime I call the uh, the horse over, I'm like, Cage, come here, I want you. And it's hilarious. <laughs> and I can call him Rage Cage. Um, oh. But yeah, all right, uh, Pat. Yeah. What have you been playing? I played some games. Some games. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to start with the one that's not going to take a while. I started this game called Vindictus. <laughs> I see how the notes have been changed. Vindictus. <laughs> Sounds like my kind of game. <laughs> um, it was free on Steam. It looks like, it, to me, it looks like a, a mobile game that was on the computer that's just a hack and slash, but it's like an open world MMO situation. So I stopped playing that one once I realized what <laughs> Are there dicks in it? No! And for, well, I don't know. advertising. However, <laughs> there are dicks in the other game I played. <laughs> so many dicks. Um, so this, that. <laughs> this game called Agony, uh, which oh. came came out talk, two- talk about that one a lot more because that that's a that's a one where it's like oh it's supposed to be horror or something yes, it so- doesn't sound like it should have dicks in it <laughs> oh god that's the horror <laughs> <laughs> there shouldn't be dicks yet there are oh no so, so okay so it came out it came out two years ago it's a survival horror game um and you know i totally love survival horror games except they scare me so i buy them and never play them (laughs) (laughs) um but basically you're in hell and you're trying to like solve these puzzles and try to figure out how you can get back to the living world um and it actually got really bad reviews because it has some really like fucked up shit in it (laughs) like when i say there's dicks there's 100 percent dicks because these people are nude and being tortured and it's it's really dark was that the game that uh you were playing when i I gave you a call about the bringing the equipment on the podcast and there were just men screaming in the background (laughs) i whacked them with my fire stick and they caught on fire and i couldn't get away from them and they're just screaming (laughs) and it was quite horrible and yeah so yeah, it's it's pretty hardcore. I think at the one point in time, the guy was being sodomized, who I also caught on fire. Worst <laughs> <laughs> day ever. Right. <laughs> it was pretty hardcore, and I I kept dying, and it was pissing me off. And so I read like the the synopsis of the game, and the point is to like kind of fumble around to try to figure it out, and it became a puzzle game. And so I started enjoying it a lot more. Because you die a lot, but you are figuring out the puzzle when you're dying, and the story stays progressed on you. So, I think people should give it a try if you're not squeamish when it comes to fiery sodomy. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there's like there's like baby sacrifices and like a lot of hardcore stuff. So, if you can handle it, (laughs) don't play it if you can't handle that stuff. (laughs) <laughs> uh, okay, Captain Platinum. 
Uh, yeah, it's been a little late for me. All I've uh, played is Nino Cooney um, since the last podcast, and I streamed that a couple times, and I got destroyed a couple times on uh, the stream, which was a little humbling. <laughs> I think uh, with that one, um, they don't ever tell you much about evolving. Well, they call it metamorphosis in, in this game, your familiars, or evolving your Pokemon. And I really haven't done that since they kind of showed you how to do it. Um, I think I did two of the ki- two of my familiars. And I think that would make this a little bit easier. So I'm trying to figure out right now which ones I want to evolve. And you have to evolve them twice. And then, so unlike Pokemon, I'll, I'll use that as the reference for this one. Usually they go, the most of them have the three evolutions. This one, it's you evolu- evolve them once and then it splits. You So you usually have to find two of the low one, evolve it, and then split it to go to their mega forms or whatever you want to call it in this game. Um, so that's really all I played. I played that. I pushed the story up a little bit. We're now up to Hamlin, so we're on the new island. So I'm still digging the game. I think it's fun. Just There's a few times I'm like, hey, I wish they would have told me this or give me a little bit more insight on how, what we should do for these. And then I did install Tomb Raider on my machine so I can start playing that for our game of the month. Nice. Um, yeah, and uh, go ahead and uh, let's just roll that into your uh, your, your weekly Star Wars update. <clears throat> yeah, so for Galaxy Heroes, all we did we got Mon Mothma. That event actually happened on Monday this week. It was odd for them to do it that way. Usually they put her in on, or well, the character in on like Thursday, and then you the event goes active on Friday. This one they added her on Thursday, but it didn't go live till Monday. So that that event has come and gone, and she's in the game now, and it looks like she's going to be a really good defensive uh, team leader. And she takes some crappy people and makes them actually pretty good from what I've seen from the other YouTubers that actually wailed on, on this character to do some testing. So that'll be cool. Um, They did announce that you have until here in the middle of August, they're going to push their big client update. So we're hoping that means galactic challenges are coming soon. Um, they, uh, one YouTuber, they, they have these guys that mine the data, and they found three new characters that were coming, and two have been released. So that was um, Mon Mothma and 3PO with Chewbacca. So they're wondering what the third is, and then I guess they announced today that they found some new currency in the, um, based off just headlines. I haven't watched the video yet today. Uh, there's some new currency in there. We're wondering if that's coming from Galactic Challenges, and then they mentioned the Death Star Raid again. So this was brought up a long time ago. Ryab used to play this game with me, and I think they were talking about a Death Star raid when he used to play. Um, yes. They they kind of washed that away, and then now they've kind of, it looks like it's resurfacing again as another rumor or possibility of happening is the Death Star coming. And Stormtrooper Han is our login character for, for August. So this could it seems like we are in the original trilogy era still, though, for content. So curious to see who the, the third character is going to be. Will it be a rebel fighter to go along with Mon Mothma and 3PO with Chewbacca? Or will we get a member of the Galactic Empire from that era? We'll have to wait and see. Nice. Wonderful. Um, wonderful. uh, Could you hear me laughing in the background? No. No, I couldn't. (laughs) Oh, good. (laughs) No, it's just I I sent you a picture and then I sent Ryab a picture and then he proceeded to show, send me a photo shoot that he took during. Oh yes, <laughs> yes. During uh, during Nerd Dome podcast, and I was trying so hard because I was playing. You laugh, you lose. Uh, Listen, 
Listen, uh, Sonic and Mario are no longer enemies. <laughs> They're very friendly with friends. each other. <laughs> um, oh man! So yeah, oh, I was listening, Jamie. I promise you, I was listening. It's it's just when you when you see, when you <laughs> when you see Mario and Sonic in a sixty nine position, it's kind of hard to not laugh. <laughs> I, I, I see how it is. I see how it is, Mike. I, I got it. I, got <laughs> um, I just got the image now. Finally, too. I'm getting. <laughs> so yeah, he's. He's playing the game with me right now. <laughs> hey, uh, Mike, do you have the, the notes open? Yes, I do. Do you want to cover the yeah, first sure. story? Because this is your favorite game ever of all time. <laughs> I don't... I, I, well, okay, I, I love Souls-like games. Um, but this Sekiro didn't really stick with me. But it's going to get a free op- an update, uh, adding a boss rush mode, new outfits, and remnants. Um so for those of you who uh, have not played Sekiro, it's a um, really difficult game. Uh, they're going to add... Well, one of my favorite things about Sekiro were, were the bosses. Um, I didn't like the traversal to get to the bosses, but the boss rush is going to be something that I think a lot of people are really going to be looking forward to. Um, and new outfits. The, same, the character looks the same practically throughout the entirety of the game. Um, so new outfits would be would be amazing um you can get three new outfits uh what one's called a tengu the other one's called the old ashina uh, shinobi ashina is um it's like an estate in the game uh and then the third can be unlocked by beating the game once Uh, and then there's uh yeah and that's about it but it's coming out october 29th 2020 uh, I'm not sure if I'm looking forward to it too much, only because I didn't I didn't finish Sekiro. I put it down. Um, not that it was I, a bad game. I just didn't like it as much. So I saw the the thing. The other thing that they're doing is the the remnant system that allows players to send messages. Like, isn't that there's something like that in Dark Souls? Like, where if you die, you can like say you know point to the left or something like that, or leave a note for another player. Yes, but it's not super helpful um because because it usually has a drawing of a penis yeah well okay so the thing is you can in dark souls if i think it's going to be similar to from software's uh you know other messaging systems um in bloodborne and in dark souls you can leave messages on the ground but each message um has preset things that you can say but i mean it is very detailed like you can establish like word by word from a selection of word types to a selection of words, um, and you can generate something. But you get things like uh, take a step forward in faith, and then that's like upvoted. You can upvote each message, and that was upvoted like three thousand times. So you're like, okay, cool. That's um, that's a must be a really good message. That's you know super useful. And then you take a step forward and you fall into a pit where there's a monster 30 levels above you who just absolutely destroys you. And you can't go in there to pick up, like, your currency. So you end up just losing it all. And everyone mm-hmm. just was in on the joke. Like, uh, there's, like, intentional misleadings. So I guess, like, if you kind of like to dick around with other people, like, that's something that people do. Some people are genuinely, like, helpful. Um, mm. like, so it's genuinely the internet. 
Yeah, it's it's the <laughs> internet was from software's regulations. You'll get sometimes like helpful messages saying like hidden corridor here, and then if you you know strike where on the wall where that's at, you know you'll, a hidden passage will reveal. You know, mm. So there's ways to figure out secrets in the game that way, uh, but you do have to be cautious because the trolls are in full force when something like that happens. So I mean, like it's a cool thing to bring a closer into the Souls family. Uh, and I think it's a good ad, a, a good addition. I've had some fun times with it. Cool, cool. Um, yeah, it'll be fun. I, I might pick it up to re-pick up Sekiro for that kind of stuff, but we'll see. I, I also put the game down, but it was to play other things like Final Fantasy VII Remake that I still didn't finish. Yeah. Um, oh, sorry. My, my friend sent me a, a thing that says Sega Dreamcast 2 announcement trailer, and I'm like, that can't be real. You can't do that to me. So <laughs> I'll have to I'll have to look into that one later. Um, so uh, you guys have all watched the, the or most of you watched the Witcher series on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm halfway through it. I haven't finished it yet. What? I haven't started it. Well, because oh. I, I, I was watching it um, when I was over at my temporary apartment. And then when I moved into my permanent place, um, I just it, it fell behind and i just totally forgot that it existed so mm-hmm. um, so yeah yeah so uh so they announced uh netflix announced uh that there's going to be a uh spin-off series called the witcher blood origin uh i'm glad i looked into this a little bit more because i thought i was like oh are they just do is just season two going to be a flashback season um but it looks like it's a completely different show, and it's going to be taking place uh, 1,200 years before Geralt uh, was around. Um, so it'll focus on how the Witcher, or the first Witcher, was created. Uh, the uh, the six part live action show will be developed by the original series showrunner Lauren Schmidt Hirsch and Declan DeBarca. Uh, who wrote uh, season one of uh, of banquets, bur- banquets, bastards, and burials? Um, that was one of the episodes in it, season one. Is it is it going to like take place in cave times, or is it going to follow the fantasy trope of technology has not changed for twelve hundred years? Probably that. Looks the same. Okay. <laughs> Probably that. Because they can reuse sets that way. Witcher lore yeah. explains uh, that at one point in time, the human realm and the like, the realm with like witchers and sorcerers and stuff used to be separated, and at one point in time, they joined together. Um, so I assume this is before that happened. I started reading the books. I haven't gotten to that point yet, so I probably because I, I had no idea that, that was the case. Mm-hmm. That would be interesting to see. Cool. cool. Um. Okay, so next, Ghost of Tsushima. We've talked about this uh, this game already. Uh, there's going to be an update uh, that will bring a new uh, lethal difficulty mo- mode and more, which I believe is out already because it came out on the 27th. Um, so I- I'm guessing it's get- getting you that, uh, that hell mode of the game. Um, I'm interested to just attempt the first, like, fight on the beach in that game in <laughs> lethal difficulty and um yeah yeah see how that see how that one goes 
by its name, I don't I don't know anything about this game, but I my guess is by its name is that there's lots of of ghosts of of fish that you have eaten because they're turned into sushi. Mm. Is that accurate? One hundred percent accurate, actually. Okay, good. You are a sushi cook. Um, <laughs> a sushi cook. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Okay, that's it. That's the game. Um. <laughs> no, it's. Uh, I would just leave it there. Yeah. I want to play think, it so bad. Uh, so think of Assassin's Creed, but samurais with sushi. With sushi, yes. Okay, that's Got that's it. about what you get. Yep, yep. Any yep. hunt Pac-Man ghosts? Uh huh. But they're yep. fish shaped. Yes. Mm-hmm. Now you're on board. <laughs> you're all caught up. Uh, Jamie, you wanna you wanna get the next one on the them cupheads? Oh man, Cuphead is now on PS4. Oh man, this is awesome. Um, this has been on like every system except for PlayStation. So I get to now try this on PlayStation. I did buy it on Switch and tried it there. So I may rebuy it for PS4 or maybe wait till there's a digital sale. But I think it'll be fun to to try this. I love the art style they did with it. Wasn't most of this hand drawn? Yes, yes. And that's that's kind of uh, the. Uh, the delay in the uh, uh, the last the delicious last course DLC that they announced a while back. I think uh, there was a quote that they said, "Yeah, maybe or yeah, maybe we uh, announced it a little bit too early because we forgot how long it takes to hand draw a video game." <laughs> right? Yeah. So yeah, that looks like they're still planning on doing that DLC expansion. We just don't know when. They said it will come out when it's ready. And there's going to be an upcoming Xbox update that will add a digital art gallery and behind the scenes commentary features and a playable soundtrack to the game. Of course, they didn't give a date on that either. I'm guessing it will be ready when it's ready. Right. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, this is like I said, it's one of the last platforms to see a Cuphead release. Um, So it's already been out on Xbox, PC, Mac and Switch. And then it looks like there's also going to be a Netflix TV series currently in development called The Cuphead Show. So, you know. I saw a there's a there's a young adult novel at the the game store uh, by my house that has it's a Cuphead novel and it's got the uh, Cuphead Mugman and then I, I'm forgetting her name but she's the she's the DLC the character. Chalice. I'm so excited for this. Yes. Hey, uh, Ryab, you're here. Um, can you tell us uh, your experience with uh, Cuphead? I was just about to. So this news, <laughs> you're telling me. <laughs> I am going to have the opportunity in the near future to watch you and Mike to uh, the same goddamn level for another six fucking hours. <laughs> yes, that's exactly it. <laughs> Everyone was so pissed, but it was so fun. Can you same level same yeah. for six hours straight. Listen, we're diehards. I may have exaggerated slightly. It might have only been four. We don't give up like six. I get that. I get that. And we never surrender, right, Mike? We never surrender. It was the dragon thing. Uh, And again, like playing two players is is more difficult, but I don't think it was like six hours. I think it was closer to two, but that just may be me trying to cover myself. I was controlling myself by getting progressively drunker. Could could you imagine if we throw a a welcome back to coming and hanging out Mike party and then everyone shows up and Mike has been here for three hours playing Cuphead with me? (laughs) (laughs) And then everyone immediately leaves. 
<laughs> like, oh, geez. <laughs> I suddenly got COVID. Bye, guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so we uh, also, this is, I love video game documentaries. I actually just finished the one that they did back in 2015 on the id Software Doom um, reboot. It's from Noclip. Uh, and it's on uh, YouTube and it's a three-parter and it's amazing. It's like one of the best like independent YouTube um, documentaries I've ever seen. Um, so I, and so I watch all of their stuff. Uh, and so anytime there's any video game documentary news, I, I get extra excited. Uh, so we're going to be getting a PlayStation documentary uh, featuring Hideo Kojima, uh, Mark Cerny and, more uh, in September uh, more. So, and more. Yes. Uh, PlayStation documentary featuring those guys um, will be on September 7th. Uh, it's called from bedrooms to billions. The PlayStation revolution uh, covers the story of Sony's console career from the PlayStation launch in 95 to the current generation. Uh, it'll, and again, it'll be available on the sev- uh, 7th of September. Uh, and that's the tw- uh, 25th anniversary of uh, the console is in of the original PlayStation is in September. Um, there is going to be a physical release on DVD and Blu-ray uh, and on-demand iTunes, um, Amazon stuff like that. I'm excited to see that because I love that shit. Um, and then I don't have it on here, but it was just announced today. We got the uh, release date for the new Battletoads game from Rare. Now we can't actually call in GameStops to piss them off asking for Battletoads. <laughs> right? Oh my like god! I fucking hate people like you! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Did, <laughs> did you work for GameStop? I don't yes. remember. You. <laughs> was that an actual thing? Tell the story. Tell the story. So on Reddit somewhere in the Reddit fucking world, uh, someone put out there that you you call GameStop and harass them for Battletoads. They stopped carrying Battletoads years and years before this because it was on consoles that were obsolete. Um, and so I had... We, it, would, it would go in, like, waves, like, every six months. It would just happen. Every fucking... <laughs> it would be obnoxious because the phones would be so congested that we could never actually, like, receive actual phone calls. And that was also <laughs> during the time that our fucking intro on the phone was, like was like two minutes long to just greet someone <laughs> and then they'd call and <laughs> they would ask they would try to like change it up every once in a while i had one guy that that called me and he he kept bring, he, he was like i can't figure out the name of the game but i think it's called amphibian wars and it was like <laughs> god and I, <laughs> I hung up on him i was so pissed and he just called back like four or five times and just screamed amphibian wars at me <laughs> times. but there was actually like a couple of situations where like at other, <laughs> other game stops like people would be like threatened for the fucking Battletoads, they'd be like, you don't fucking get Battletoads, I'm coming after you. Like, it got real, <laughs> really quick. Um, but yeah, it was irritating as shit, and I fucking hated it. So, <laughs> I don't like Battletoads. Fuck that game. Because, <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, I guess imagine <laughs> so, someone's like, yeah, do you do you have Battletoads there? <laughs> and uh-huh. who hasn't heard of the announcement? And they're like, well, yes, we do. Yep. <laughs> oh, <laughs> but maybe okay. that maybe this will spur on the harassment and yep, it will yeah, be, it'll be more 
Mm-hmm. It, it'll be funny to read it on Red, on Reddit. So it comes out August twentieth for people calling GameStop asking for Battletoads. <laughs> Um, it's got a different kind of uh, aesthetic to it. It, it. it reminds me of, uh, if you guys have seen the new Streets of Rage uh, 4 that has been out, it's kind of got that same, it's much more cartoony, I guess. Um, but I, I well, like it. The last aesthetic was 8 bits. Like, Correct. Correct. So it's going to have a new one. Watching the trailer, I thought it was a cartoon. Yeah, and I do, do not do not uh, doubt that there will be a Battletoads cartoon. Right. Um, but yeah, it looks like you know it looks fun. It looks funny. I'm 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 excited to uh, uh, trick Blair into coming over and playing that game with me, and then him like it, and then be like, okay, let's play original Battletoads, and then watch him rage quit. That <laughs> oh, that is what I want. Original Battletoads is impossible. Yes, I think yes, there's, that's what I, think I there's want. A, I think there's a bounty. On like a successful completion of Battletoads, no emulation on original hardware, recorded, uh, like legitimately beating the game, and I don't think anyone has actually claimed that bounty. I'll have to look that up. I'm wondering, did it come out on? It came out on Genesis, yes. So I wonder if I could uh, pop my uh, put into my game genie and and actually beat that game for the first time in my life. I don't care mm. if I use Game Genie. It it would be it would be fun to actually beat it. That would be. Um but yeah. Okay. So now we're on to the meat of the show, which is the Xbox Series X event that uh you know conveniently came out the day after we recorded our last episode, as is tradition. Um <laughs> And this is, it's almost just like the, the PlayStation one that we did. We're going to go through all of the, um, all of the, the trailers and kind of give us, give, give a little synopsis and our, our feelings on, on the games. So we will start out with Dragon Quest 11 S echoes of an elusive age. This was from the pre-show, um, so it looks like, yeah, Dragon Quest Eleven is coming to Xbox and will be available on Game Pass. Uh, this is the first time the series has come to an Xbox platform. It appears to be mostly unchanged from previous versions and includes the retro mode that turns the game into a retro-style RPG, and that will launch on December 4th. And you can actually go on Game Pass right now and preload it. So my question is, you know, like the whole, like, not it's not a controversy, but you know how, like, the composer actually like hates Americans. Do you, do you realize that? <laughs> what? <laughs> he, he does because the actual orchestrated like tracks are only available on the switch on every other platform. It's in MIDI format, or maybe it's reverse. Maybe it's the switch is MIDI. And I'll, no, I think it's the switch has the original like classic soundtracks. And it's literally because the composer didn't want to release it outside of Japan. Hmm. Um, so maybe it's not necessarily that he hates Americans. Um, but that's what Rubber Ross, uh, Ross Donovan, uh, he was mentioning that in a conversation a while ago. So I'm wondering if this new version is going to have like the original track or if it's going to be a MIDI file track. Mm-hmm. Um, in the PlayStation blog, it, um, it just showed up that it's coming out on PlayStation at, on the same day, and it says it's got the fully orchestrated soundtrack as standard, and you can go Good. back and forth between them. Cool. Like that. That's cool. 
Um, so, uh, so has, have any of you guys ever played Dragon Quest? I've, I've never played it personally. My only connection with Dragon Quest is looking at the artwork from Akira Toriyama and going, oh, look, it's Trunks. Oh, look, it's yeah. Trunks with different hair. Oh, there's yeah. Goku. <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's a fun system. It's more popular than Final Fantasy in Japan. Um, oh. it, it was made by Enix. Which was its own prior thing. to the merger. Prior to the merger, and Before then now Square Enix. Mm-hmm. Um, but I played one, two, and three. Those are their own story. I remember in number one, you can get the ultimate armor like within the first hour of the game if you're willing to run away from every single overpowered monster and if you can survive because it's hidden in the main world. And you just have to like essentially just push a button to dig. And you can find it. So um, that's the first one. The second one and the third one, they're their own story. Number three, all of them were released on the Game Boy Color uh, a long time ago. They were really good. I played number eight, and I played number nine after that. So, hmm. And then 10 was an online game. It was an MMO. Nice. So, Jamie, really have good. you played it? I started eight back on the PS2, but I never finished it. I got a decent amount into it. It was a fun game from is what I remember. I just wanted seven? to keep going. What's what that? What was that? I thought it was seven on the PlayStation 2. No, eight. it was eight. It was eight. Yeah. Okay. Journey of the Curse you... King. Yeah, and you then, play um... you play as Gohan in, in a horny <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. man. And then on the 3DS, did they release six, seven, and eight? Or was it just uh, seven and eight? I know on the 3DS, you can, you can find nine. those in the store still on on the 3DS. You can find a few of them. I have nine. I don't know, but it. nine was exclusive on the 3DS. Yeah. Hmm. So. I cool. loved it. I love the turn base of the game. So that's my input. <laughs> <laughs> I okay. love the little droplet guys. <laughs> So, uh, so the next one that was on the pre-show was a show, uh, a game called Exomech. Um, Twisted Red revealed the new first-person shooter called Exomech during the pre-show, uh, and it looks like it's uh, an action-packed game that mixes vehicular combat with battles uh, against enormous weapon-wielding mechs. Uh, they're even fire-breathing mechanical creatures, uh, and it will be free when it arrives later this year. Ryan, how do you feel about giant robots shooting each other? It looked so cool. <laughs> I really liked this trailer. Um, Chase walked in and he's like, what is this? It looks like a mix between Transformers and Halo. <laughs> You're like, yes, that's what I want. <laughs> yeah, it looked really cool. I, I, it lo- uh, yeah. Anyone else have any thoughts on this one? Awesome. That's good. Um, <laughs> so uh, we can kind of jump over this one because we talked about it uh, from the Ubisoft forward, the uh, uh, Watchdogs Legion. Uh, they just they showed a little bit more of that. Um, the next one we have is called Echo Generation. Um, it looks like it, it's an adventure game made by a smaller studio in Ontario, Canada called Coco Cucumber. Um, and it uses a card system for battling and has kind of a really unique aesthetic that resembles voxel art. Um, what did you guys think of that one? I didn't see the pre-show, but when it's the card battle system, is that kind of like the Kingdom Hearts game on, I want to say Game Boy, the Chains of Memories? That one uses a card battling system, right? 
Is it that type of battling system? I am not. I have not played that uh, Kingdom Hearts game, um, so I'm not sure. Uh, and it was like really, it was a really quick trailer, so I didn't see too much. But when I went in to read kind of the description on it, that's what they said. It was a card system for battling. Um. Okay. Uh, Hello, neighbor. Two was announced for 2021. Uh, have any of you guys ever played the Hello Neighbor game? Nope. Nope. I I played a little bit of it. Um, my daughter wanted to play it because apparently all her friends played it. And it's uh, basically you're sneaking into this guy's house, your neighbor's house, who's like a creepy serial killer, and you're trying to un like unmask him to everybody without getting caught. And the, the animations of you getting caught is anxiety. And I screamed and I was like, no, 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 no. And you stayed her away from me. And yes, she did. And she was screaming right there with me. But when I was having heart palpitations, she was laughing. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah. Hello neighbor two from dynamic pixels. Uh, and it, it got a little look at the gameplay featuring mysterious bird-like creature. Uh, the game expands on the systems from the first game and will feature more advanced AI and move uh, in more areas to explore. You'll be able to visit surrounding environments and even more horror potential. Uh, it's coming to Xbox and PC in 2021. Uh, no uh, a more accurate date other than that, but... Yeah, that one, that one I see all like I see shirts and I see like books and I see stuff of Hello Neighbor all over the place. And it's it's crazy because it's just a dude with a giant head and a mustache. And I do like the art style, though. I think it's I think it's a unique art style that they have. Um, OK, so the next one I was very excited about. <clears throat> um, uh, it's called the I, it, I can't remember if they pronounced it. Balon or Balan, but it's one of those Balan. Wonder World. Balan, Balan Wonderland uh, from Balan Company and Square Enix coming out in spring 2021. Um, this is from the creator of Sonic the Hedgehog, Yuji Naka, and uh, Yuji Naka, the creator of Sonic. There's a joke um, in there somewhere. And uh, the creator of nights into dreams which is another uh, which is one of my favorite sega saturn games of all time and it's like uh, yuji naka left sega a couple years ago and he created this this new company and this is the first game from that company um so it's a it's an action game uh that makes use of a single button to perform several different abilities and your action changes depending on the costume that you're wearing so that's that's really what it's about like kind of watching it uh it gave me the nights into dreams uh vibe to it um where you're kind of just you know going around going through stuff uh and you're instead of like finding rings that give you different abilities you change costumes and it changes the, the entire way your character looks and the entire mechanics of the character like okay i've got this one i can fly i've got this one makes me super strong and stuff like that and uh cool thing about it is it supports 24 languages and it'll be on xbox one and series x uh with smart delivery so you get it on one you'll have it on both so that that one i'm very excited for and i know it's such a niche game and i'm the target market for it so i'm very glad that i got to see it 
Uh, and I think it's really cool that uh, Xbox is trying to take steps into the Japanese market, um, which is like they've historically not done well there. That's PlayStation's, you know, home ground, right? Uh, and there aren't there are a few, um, you know, Japanese developed games on Xbox, but it's usually one that comes out for Xbox and PlayStation. Um, so this one's a little unique, just coming on Xbox One for now. I, it'll obviously make its way to to other um, other things, but yeah. Um, did you guys, uh, whoever watched the pre-show stuff, did any of you guys watch that or have any thoughts on it? Was was this the one that had the Sega logo up front? It was the one where the guy. It was uh, they had. I'm trying to remember if they showed the trailer because I know they had they had the two creators of the game and one of them was wearing a top hat before he started talking about everything because mm-hmm. you know classy. So I'll take oh, that as a yeah. no. Awesome. Um, I'm looking at. Oh nope, I did not watch this one. Mm. Yeah, I didn't get a chance to watch the pre-show. I just watched the main show. Mm. Okay. Well, good. We're into the main show. Jamie, you are, are you, would you consider yourself a, a, a halo outsider? Uh, pretty much. I've only played some of two back in the day. So what did you think of what you saw f- that they showed from halo infinite? It, it looked fun. It looked like halo to me. Like when I was, there, I was like, this is going to be halo if they didn't tell me I would have known it's halo. Um, other than that, I was just like, it seems like it could be a fun story. It seemed they gave you maybe like a prologue type part of the story. Cause I haven't played the game and I don't know the story at all. Mm-hmm. So it seemed like they were trying to give you a little bit in this. The thing was like 10 minutes long. Wasn't it? It seemed like, yeah. Cause they had, yeah, they had the, the full gameplay demo yeah. kind of wrapped into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looked like something I might be somewhat interested in playing eventually, but again, I don't know any of the real lore other than I just know the name Master I, Chief. I never had an Xbox, mm-hmm. and I never played Halo. What about the, I played the like maybe the first ten minutes of like of a game. I don't even remember which one it was, so I don't really have too much of a dog in this race. <laughs> Ryab, didn't you just recently I mean recently as in the last couple years play yeah. a bunch of the Halo yes I played through all of them in order in order because did um, you play Halo Wars no I also didn't play Reach <laughs> oh okay I Halo 1, 2, 3, 4, 5 and okay. ODST mm-hmm. um, yes so I am very excited I love the Halo story and I'm very curious as to what happens next um, this looked beautiful, beautiful, and it very much felt like the original Halos watching because because you're back on a ring, um, and I it's just and you're you, you walk right out and you've got the little grunts there. My my the gameplay I my I had one huge complaint. It didn't show me a needler, which is my favorite gun. <laughs> they showed one laying on the ground and he yeah, walked past they didn't it. Have a, yeah, he just walked right past it. <laughs> Did you yell, no! Yeah, I'm like, kick no, go back! <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I am very excited. I I really like this game series. And it's probably the only first-person shooter that I really enjoy playing. 
Well, we should play when this one comes out. We should play it together. It'll yeah, be fun. I agree. Halo oh, yeah. is also known for the, the energy charity, sword, the charity right? event that I have. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I have. I'm looking at one of those. I have one of those. I won it from when I won it from Mike's d- thing auction raffle thing. Thing in my body. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. I won that, and I'm looking at it right now, and it's one of my favorite things. And Chase is like, "You should just get rid of that." And I'm like, "No, I want it." He's like, "What are you going to do with it?" I'm going to sit and look at it. <laughs> you could always donate it to Luke's wall of video game weapons right. that he's building. <laughs> Um. Yeah, Pat. What did you think of it? I <laughs> I do not like the Halo series. Um, I never enjoyed it because growing up as a girl, I always hated the fanboys that dominated it. However, I am a sucker for universe expansion and you know cold aloofness. So I'm actually really excited <laughs> for this because I'm excited to to learn about Master Chief and you know how he gives no fucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and if there's anyone out there that uh, doesn't subscribe to the, the Polygon um, YouTube page, uh, <laughs> please do, um, because they have a video on there where uh, w- one of my favorite <laughs> internet personalities um, goes through, and over a year, he read all, was it 28 Halo novels? <laughs> and he explains them. I'm so excited to watch this. Yes. And the one thing you will take away from it is no, his suit does not jerk him off. Um, (laughs) So, (laughs) so next uh, we had, I have never played any of these games, but we got uh, undead labs state of decay three. I know it's a, it's a zombie survival game Um, from all indicators. It looks like it is, um, just like the other games, probably some more updated um, mechanics and new locations and stuff. Uh, but it did get me when the lady uh, screamed at the deer in the trailer. I was like, what is yeah. this? He was a cute deer. I loved him. It was a zombo deer and it was trying to eat her. That's okay. <laughs> get in. Uh, next, we got Forza Motorsport from Turn 10 Studios, which was going to be announced just as if we get a new xbox we're getting a new halo and we're getting a new forza motorsport that's that's kind of par for the course uh i love these games uh ryan i know you you i forced you to play one when you got to hold your arms up on the connect and pretend (laughs) to drive your car i do remember this is this the game you always make our cars in correct correct and it's it's one it's like I know like, I'm really excited to see how it compares to Gran Turismo, but it Gran Turismo has kind of been out of the game for a while and it's been dominated by Forza Motorsport. Um, Do so th- I'm interested to see how these two like compare to each other. Do they keep the same cars the whole time? Like random for- model or do they just phase out the old ones for in favor of new ones? Uh, for the most part, they keep them, but then sometimes they'll take away ones that were in the cars before, and then you have like the car pack that you can, you know, microtransaction and get it later. It's just kind of that stuff, but it it really depends. So our cars would probably still be in this one. Yes. Okay. Yes, probably. Um, but one thing that I saw it was a couple. I think it was not the last Forza game, but the one before it. I watched a, a documentary where they were talking about how they go to the plants where they actually make the cars to get 
actual audio of the engines and the shifting shifting and the 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 brakes and stuff like that and uh they also went in and you know mathematically made like the tires you know exactly round and all the lines were perfectly straight and it, it was doing that that thing where it just didn't look right to the human eye so each car each like even if you have like five ferraris every single one of them is slightly different like the paint speckling will be slightly different this one will have a little bit more of a curve over the over the the wheel well um just so it looks right to human eyes and it doesn't look the same. And I was like, that attention to detail, I really appreciate in any type of game. So that's why I've always loved these games. Uh, all right. Another rare game that's not Battletoads. Uh, Rare's uh, Everwild was shown. And it looks to be a, a like kind of tranquil game. It, looked, it made me think of... Uh, like almost watercolory, um, kind of like the cell shaded kind of. Yeah, 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 yeah. I would say cell shaded is what I recalled for this one. And um, so they don't really know what it's about, but they show a bunch of enormous creatures roaming the world, but they don't seem to be hostile. Like you're fighting them. Um, some of them probably, but uh, the the it looks like from what they showed, it looks like they're to be creatures on the brink of death and humans work to revive them um, and it gave me a very like um, non-violent D&D vibe mm-hmm. like it seems like your protagonists are very much the balance of nature using the natural magic of nature being one with 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 nature mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of like- vibe games I, like this I think it looks they cool. always feel like they don't fall into a regular I don't really have too much, game type I don't genre. really have too much to add to it mm-hmm. uh, I mean like, like it, 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 it looks it, great I mean I don't want to say it's more like a book because it's not and it's going to be exciting but it's like that one game they released for PlayStation where you just float around as a fucking flower all day long like oh yeah flower. <laughs> it's relaxing yeah uh, what did you guys think of the the trailer though Mike, Jamie. Nailed it. Charles with you. <laughs> I think it's I think it's a little more driven towards a female gameplay base. Don't be sexist, Pat. <laughs> I really <laughs> liked it. <Funny. laughs> I got really excited because I'm like, yay, magic! And I'm just like, oh, okay. <laughs> Ryan also says yay magic. Yeah, yay. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Jamie, did you have anything to add on this one? I don't think so. Like I said, it looked it looks good. Like the cell shading looks pretty cool. That type of style, but yeah, I'd want to see a little bit more to see if it'd be something I'd be interested in. Cool. Um, so the next one was from Don't Not Entertainment. It was called Tell Me Why. Ain't uh, nothing but a I was waiting for it. I was waiting for it. I never you... want to hear you say uh... bitch back street boy is gay. Who is it that refers to <laughs> COVID as the Backstreet Reunion? Yes. Backstreet Boys <laughs> Reunion Tour. Um, you know how I knew you would do that, Ryan? Because it's exactly what my wife did. <laughs> um, 
Um, we are the same person. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I didn't need to know that. Uh. <laughs> so it, it looks like uh, um, born on the same day and everything. It's true. Um, so it's it's got a a brother and a sister, and it's going to focus on uh, that relationship. And the two are getting visions whenever they get emotional, and appears to have thrown a wrench into their understanding of the past and upbringing. Uh, the first chapter comes out on August 27th. You can also pre-download that on Game Pass now. Um, it looks it looks really good with the it, it gives me an 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 Alan Wake. It's all right. It gives me an. Alan Wake meets uh, Life is Strange kind of feel to mm-hmm. me. Yeah. What What do you guys think? I definitely felt Life is Strange like that's that was what I was gonna say. Is I made a note of Life is Strange for that one. But they it, it's funny because like that's the first thing that popped up to me. But they also didn't show like any decision making, which is like the key mechanic in Life is Strange. So I thought that was I thought that was funny. But that's why that that's where the Alan Wake thing came in nice. for me too. No, this will probably because uh, and I also love this will be game, the thing so. that gets not me actually into it, playing, though. just experiencing. Yeah, yeah. Um. Okay, next they announced uh, a new 4K version with updated sounds and graphics of Ori and the Will of the Wisps for uh, Series X. Um. It's got some of the most beautiful visuals and music of the last generation. Um, so I'm excited to see what it looks like in 4K. Have any of you guys played that? I, I haven't. Yeah. Yeah. It's a I great... Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I was going to say, uh, I need to play Ori and the Blind Forest 2, and I actually thought about making that the uh, game of the month, but I went Tomb Raider instead. Uh, mm. But uh, is this a... Now, are they like prequel-sequel? Is that how they work? Is there, Did they go right together, or are they two totally... Yeah, yeah they're, they're, they're uh, number one and number two. So, okay. um, yeah, you play Blind Forest first. Okay. Um, yeah. And then, okay, so the next three are ones that I'm really excited to talk about because I have been excited about everything Obsidian has been doing since, you know, their first stuff working on Knights of the Old Republic 2. Um, That's why then, it looks so good. And the uh, their Fallout New Vegas, which I loved. Um, and the outer worlds which is the first thing that they showed that the outer worlds is yes, getting new um, content i completed uh, a, the a first chapter, major like uh, called story Peril chapter on Gorgon, uh, um, and it adds more danger and mystery and corporate and intrigue got, and i got a ship uh, it's coming out uh, september and i 9th, landed on the next place and it every time i see I, one of their that was kind trailers, of when especially I this one it gave me the very the uh, um, um so once I finish Ghost of Tsushima, like uh, um, sci- and I finish Cobain, sci-fi which I'm serial at the end of with like Outer Worlds will be the next game that I jump into. And peril and danger. Uh, like I love it. Like Bioshock. Yes. Um, have any of you played the Outer Worlds? Nope. Nope. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Cool. Jamie, you said you had? I have not. Oh, okay. Um, it's, it's very, very fallout. Um, like that's, that's, I guess the closest style, but it's like sci-fi and in space and corporations run everything. And it's, it's got that obsidian humor, which I think is the best. Uh, that's what they're the best at when they're writing these RPGs and stuff. Um, the next one we got is actually out right now as a preview on, on game pass, uh, and steam as well, uh, is called grounded. This was probably the the trailer that i laughed the most at it was, it was really funny because yeah. yeah it starts out with the if you're if you want to play the biggest game of of 2020 wait for <laughs> cyberpunk <laughs> if you want to play the smallest game <laughs> and then from obsidian the makers of games that are nothing like this game um it's it's honey i shrunk the kids survival game it really I, is <laughs> I have one ginormous complaint oh. about it what's that it doesn't have rick moranis that you know of i'm pretty sure not what if rick what if there's the moranis dlc then 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 i will get it <laughs> other than um, that i will not be playing this game this i actually played uh a little bit of the preview with with uh, my daughter because she was very excited when she saw this. Uh, and it's, it's you know, it's very um, beta, early access um, type game. So there's not a lot of options on it. But they do give you an option right at the beginning called arachnophobia, where oh, they no. warn you that there are spiders and they will be much bigger than the player. So if this is something that you're sensitive to, you can turn it off. Nope. <laughs> nice. So you can have no spiders. Wusses. Oh, good. <laughs> yes. I went around and I picked up a pebble and I killed a bunch of gnats and uh, ran away from an ant that was the size of a St. Bernard. Fucking Does it have the big oatmeal pie cookie from, uh, from Honey, I Shrunk the Kids or the big Lego brick? I, I don't know, but they do have a battle toad. Oh, God. <laughs> I didn't see that. I didn't see that. It all comes back to battle toads. I wonder if they've hit any like perfect dark type stuff in there or um, Donkey Kong Country type, the, the Donkey mm-hmm. Kong 64 stuff. Well, I, maybe because Nintendo usually keeps a tight leash on that shit. Um, but uh, yeah, so then the other one, um, I thought of both Mike and Blair when I, I when I watched I, this I just, one. I just like, so, uh, I mean, I love this next large scale role playing uh, game. I'm, I'm a sucker uh, for it. Shown. I will, and it's I a dark game that like features skeleton enemies and first I think the person perspective. Point for me, uh, is that um, and it makes use of like magical good. abilities, and there's um, no release date given. They're becoming but it like was promised as an expansive RPG and being built from the ground up to take advantage of the Xbox Series X. Who has followed? They did the thing where there's you know, it's first person. You um, see a guy pull out a sword, and then he does some cool like magic. Take what, what I uh, and move. Okay, we messed with like, your Fallout yes, series. They're Skyrim. Now we're gonna mess with the Elder Scrolls. Is what I'm hoping that it is. What did you think?
<laughs> yeah. It the trailer looked amazing. Uh, Ryab, what did you think? Yeah, it looks um I so first person RPGs are my favorite genre. Um and this looked like something I might want to play. Um it it looked really cool. I really liked the, the when the sword lit up and that he did drew the little rune in the air and used that as the magic on the other hand and is waiting for the big fire thing to come through the wall. I was I was I really liked that idea. <laughs> Uh, Pat, Jamie, you guys have any thoughts on it? I don't like first person most things. Pat, why are you and I friends? You, we are opposite. <laughs> um, I mean, I play them because you have to. Uh, like, I didn't play... <laughs> it's, a, it's a life requirement. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't play the Skyrim series, which recently I think I'm going to give it a shot. Um, but yeah, like I, I don't know. I'm excited. I, once again, I'm excited because of the magic. So that will be great. Um, but yeah, I just hope it's not chuggy. I don't know. I feel like first person is chuggy. Chuggy? Yeah, like sticky. I don't know. I I know what you're. I know what you're trying to get at. I don't know if there's a word for it either. But <laughs> chuggy and sticky will will surprise. Uh, Jamie. Yeah, I thought it looked great. It might be something I would pick up if I, you know pick up an xbox series x it might be one of those games i'd be like man i'd give it a try but i still do need to try um oblivion and or skyrim it, i've never really played those so they released an expansion with vampires in it that looks pretty interesting vampires and necromancers so that's why i'm gonna try it skyrim yeah well yeah the online one whatever it's called oh oh well there's there's the expansion in skyrim too with vampires the dawn guard and necromancers yeah, there's necromancers throughout the game constantly. Okay, I do like me some necromancers. That's that's lo- the way I, uh, uh, I've Blair always liked plays the, the storytelling nice. uh, style Skelemans. games. I think one of my favorites is um, um, Heavy Rain. Okay, next we had uh, from <laughs> Which I know, Interior I'm, Night. Uh, game yeah, called I mean, I liked as it. I got to the falls. end of that, and I and this I one was, is described as so, an interactive so drama of the ending. But, and the game spans um, a thirty year period I, I mean, in the American Southwest and focuses on a family. But on family I, and sacrifice. I, I do and it like uses a water games. color I like, like the art style. Choose your own adventure vibe. Um, so what do you guys um, think of this? So is this going to be the yeah, new um, Telltale games? I got that vibe. <laughs> <laughs> I li- I liked it. Mike. It's- David Cage. Mm-hmm. Ryan, you were going to say something else? It's, it's not for me. <laughs> yeah. Is it? Is this supposed to be like Doki Doki, where you <laughs> just dialogue the entire game? Probably. That's what I get when I hear interactive drama mm-hmm. or like the Telltale games, where you kind of walk around and explore the environment a little bit. Maybe. It, it seemed very real. Like it's a real story, not fictional. 
Mm-hmm. And that always, I don't like that because then I start thinking, wow, this might've actually happened. People actually went through these horrible things and then it makes me sad. And then I don't want to do it anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jamie. Yeah, I haven't done much of these type. I do have like Life is Strange, those types of, and Heavy Rain is also in in Detroit Become Human. Um, They're in my queue to try those out, but I still haven't tried one. But I thought the watercolor like art style was pretty neat for for what they were showing off. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, so next, uh, we didn't really get any more because we got uh, back at the Game Awards last year, I believe, we had the announcement of Hellblade 2 uh, Senua's Saga. Um, yes, we. But this time they just kind of. Uh, I, I don't remember if we had the conversation um, on the podcast. Place you and I did placed. have. A conversation it's going to with take this. place up, in uh, I actually Iceland. ended up buying. And if you go over, I think it was to Ninja Theory's YouTube um, page. You I could still see like a little documentary have, about how they kind of went there and on my you know discovered about the lore and the and the environment to to make it as accurate as possible. And so, Pat, I know earlier you were asking about whether it was like a survival horror game. Mm-hmm. Um, so this game, uh, and Mike, I believe we talked about it when it came out, uh, about them working with uh, mental health professionals uh, from around the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, so ba- so basically, you're playing as is Senua, and it's in Viking Age Ireland is the first game, and um, the Senua obviously has um some mental uh, is either illness, but it's it's you don't know if it's actually the magic and like the ancestors speaking to her or if it's you know, just, just her. Um, but they, they tell you at the very beginning to play this game with a headset on, um, because there are voices talking to you through the entire game. And sometimes it'll be right up next to your ear, whispering something. And then there's like four or five people in the background talking. Some people are arguing over to your right. Um, and the reason they worked with the mental health professionals is because they wanted to make that as accurate as possible to people that actually suffer from, um, like schizophrenia and hearing voices and stuff like that. Um, so when you ask if it's a horror game, I would kind of yes at that point in time, but it's, but like the actual gameplay of it is more like an action. Wow. That's been a hot puzzle solver. Jeez. This is the first one. Um, has anyone else played, uh, Hellblade? I have not, but a friend recommended it and said, I should. Uh, Last time Jack Black was involved in the game, we got brutal legend. Yeah. I would suggest and, it too. I would suggest and, everyone. It, I mean, that game was the game. It was play the first little bit, like ten so minutes, kind of get the feel. And then I was um, done. I put the it. headset on my um, wife, and she couldn't last more than but, like ten yeah, seconds. And she's like, "Nope, I'm done. I can't. I can't do that. I can't do I, that." Yeah, I know. I'm super excited to try it now. Um, true. True. So something completely um, different after that. But Psychonauts, Psychonauts 2, two from uh, Double my, Fine. Like, I'm, 
Um, I saw. I didn't play it. I I watched my yep, brother play it. It's yep. one of the few games where, like, between this us, the, this is we both the, wanted uh, to play. The and Jack I Black sat down trailer. What did you guys think of this one? Versus me playing it, and he just had to like muscle through it and sit next to me. Um, <laughs> I really liked Psychonauts. I I didn't <laughs> like. I don't know if anyone is intending to play the first game, but the final boss is more of a puzzle instead of it giving you like the options to use the plethora abilities that you got throughout the game this is just uh it was kind of it was kind of Uh, Uh, anticlimactic but the game itself was still a lot of fun (laughs) and i'm excited for psychonauts too i think it's gonna be awesome It's got a lot of odd humor if you like that type of thing. Like So so one joke that stood out to me as a as a kid, well I am not sure if this was in game how long ago was Psychonauts one? I don't even remember. Uh, but Yeah, but when we there's one instance where you're being introduced to, to the character you play as, right? Uh it it there all the kids are in like the psychic camp. Anybody else? Uh, like a psychic game, summer camp, so no and this kid shows up story. late. Well, how did you feel um, about the totally trailer? Did it look like, like guess who the main like? character yeah, I mean, is? Because he just stands out, and, cute and, and like all the camp yeah, counselors probably. are like, "Oh, but... who is this child? We're using our powers. I think it's a name that totally starts with P. My name is Raz." And so it has that type of humor. And then also because you kind of jump yeah, into the people's psyche, it's been a while. very similar to a concept in Persona Five. Uh, you see like what the types of people that that these individuals are, and it makes fun of them. Um, and I I I liked it. I enjoyed watching it. It's probably I, mean, I think you'll probably like it. Jamie? Yeah, I never played the first one, but just by watching the trailer, I was like, this I is played, Psychonauts, this is Psychonauts 2. I played the main campaign, and that's it. <laughs> I, was, I, mainly I mean, I could just Chase. easily tell um, what it was going to be um, based on the art, and I think you looked like the character from the first one. So, again, I don't have much to add, because I don't know anything about the first game. Yeah. It was one of those I thought I'd be interested in, and just never made time for when it first came out. Brian, you got anything on this one? Nah, it didn't okay. appeal to me. <laughs> yeah, um, so, any of you guys play Destiny? You got any uh, Destiny players in I this group? A little bit of it, despite my hatred for Halo, I really liked the Destiny game. Um, so, I'm excited for the next one. Hmm. Hmm. Um, yeah, I played a little bit of it. Not, not really my thing, but. Um, 
There is a, a expansion coming uh, to to well, the whole game is coming in September to Game Pass, and um, all the expansion expansions will be included in, in the Game Pass for that. And the Series X version will support 4K and 60 frames per second, so that's pretty cool. So Destiny Two fans you might just get a prettier version of Destiny Two if you get the new console. Um. So there is, I have never played this game, but I have heard the name Stalker before. Uh, and I've seen Chernobyl memes, but I've never, never played the game. Um, but it looks like it takes place in, so in Chernobyl. I, I know Chernobyl. Uh, and it's very heavy science fiction elements as creepy uh, creatures growing and underground and, and labs. And it's one brave explorer venturing into the unknown. Um, oh. How that all works. What did you guys think of that? Is this something that you might uh, be interested in from what you saw? Uh, I think your summary was exactly what I thought when I watched it. I've never played the first one. Kind of had that like Dead Space alien type feel to it. Mm -hmm. And I had nightmares after like episode two. Uh, I had nightmares about being in that disaster. Yes, I did. It really, it really spooked me. It was spooky. Um, but I never played Stalker One. I'm interested to to kind of check out the Chernobyl disaster through a fantastical element. Um, I think that'd be cool to get into. Mm-hmm. It's it's quite it's it, it's quite a trip. It's it's just um, it's really horrendous and scary. So uh, I would I'd be interested to see where this game goes. I wonder how much of it is uh, like truth-based like that stresses me out <laughs> um in the game no I but i have been i don't dying really to... know anything about chernobyl uh, so. i was thinking about getting into the warhammer uh, total war games never did um i have been wanting to get into vermintide never did um i've been wanting to read a novel i don't even know what yeah. Cool. I to um, play the this next one, I know. Game. I, uh, I was. Uh, we had Blair lined like up uh, to be so a guest when we were going to originally record as um, well because this was his thing. Um, Warhammer 40k, the Warhammer 40k Dark I, Tide. This is this is it. This, um, this is my entry point, and I don't. Mike, do you know, know much about the Warhammer universe? I really want to learn about Warhammer 40k. So, listeners, if you guys have any suggestions for something to get into involving War. Warhammer, either a book or a game or uh, or whatever. Please, please tell Luke, and then he'll tell me. Um, mm-hmm. But I won't check though. <laughs> I, I'm sure. I, I haven't asked Blair. I probably should have. That's probably where I messed up. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> or put it in the comments of the show. I'm sure Blair would have something to say about it as well. <laughs> was, uh, was this the trailer with the arrows that they kept showing? Uh, the arrow one was for the Obsidian uh, okay. Awaken one. This was the one where there was like the recon squad and they went I down into like to some tunnels or something. And then they just got overwhelmed by a bunch, like a hive. Okay. I was thing. trying to remember which one had the arrows flying. That's where I was like, which yeah. one? Was yeah. Um, looks cool. Looks fun. Uh, not really, not sure what kind of game it is or what, you know, what the gameplay <laughs> is going to be like, but, you know. Okay. Uh, Tetris Effect. You and I are uh, connected. <laughs> You and I are gonna play it. Yes, and I evil will laughing rage at the game. This will break and everyone's then, friendship. And then, like, <laughs> give a respectful nod to me because because I, I and explain right up my alley. I love <laughs> you can I, I you can totally me- like, Tetris. There are there are Tetris is like I do the oldest do. video game or one I, of the oldest video games, right? So there are episodes. people that have their lives in Tetris. There are professional Tetris players, and and. To have the ability to play together and then to, to fucks yeah. with the other person's and, and then game, that ought to be, be like, hey, I want to play it so bad and just mess up everything. <laughs> that would be joyful to me. You love trolling. So you're what you're. So you guys are gonna play some Cuphead, and then Ryan's gonna come in and play some Tetris with you guys after you play some Cuphead. Is that what I'm seeing going down? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> God damn it. Um, so the Tetris effect actually came out, uh, I can't remember what it came out for, but I remember people saying this is like, they honestly put it up there for, for their game of the year, just because of the visuals and mostly the music in it. Mm-hmm. They said it was gorgeous and amazing. So I, I, I want that so to continue. Under the highly rendered, highly <laughs> go, go look up, go look up video of, of Tetris effect. And, and you'll be like, wow, that is some Tetris. And also, tidbit about Tetris, that was made uh, from behind the Iron Curtain. It was a Soviet yes. game. Yes. What? And there was a and there was a huge thing where uh, the guy sold it to uh, Atari uh, to publish it. And then the uh, Soviet government found out and said, no, you don't have those rights. Uh, and then Nintendo was like, we will buy the rights. But Atari said, we already bought the rights. So then they came up with a deal that Nintendo could publish it originally for their Game Boy. And then Atari could publish it for uh, the arcades. And then Atari kind of crashed and Nintendo just gobbled it all up. But that guy got paid twice. Nice. For the same thing. Yeah, and the, in the background of the original Tetris, you have the, the Russian... That's the Tetris thing. The the capital. What is it? Mm-hmm. The Kremlin. <laughs> Kremlin. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and even the song, the Tetris song, is a Russian song. Oh, great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I told Blair this, and he said, "What?" 
but he knew that. Yeah, so did I. And now he is very excited to play Tetris while reading the Communist Manifesto. <laughs> Uh, okay, next we had uh, from the developer's image and form, The Gunk. Uh, the creators of SteamWorld, uh, it, it's, um, it looks like this one's in a fully 3D environment, uh, and Gunk appears to be a collectible resource. Uh, the landscape can grow and change in an instant. Um, this one looked fun and interesting. Uh, what did you guys think? It reminded me too, too much of vacuuming. <laughs> yeah. Like I Luigi's thought- Mansion? <laughs> yeah, but. yeah. So I thought she had the power glove on. That's the first thing I saw. Was I was like, "Man, the power glove? She's unbeatable." And then I was thinking more like Mario Sunshine, like cleaning up the gunk. Or I couldn't tell if she was like um, collecting it or what she was doing with it. But it made me th- yeah, it made me think of Luigi's Luigi's Mansion with the with the vacuum and the ghosts and the all that stuff. Yeah, and then towards the end of the trailer, I think they kind of show some of the, the bad type creatures, right? If mm-hmm. I remember right. So mm-hmm. I'll be curious to see. I was like, oh, at least it's not a shooter. I mean, at that point, I'm like, I've seen a couple shooters already. At least this at least is something a little different. Hey, sorry about that. Hi. Um so next we had one that I think Pat will be yeah. uh, excited to play. This one was called, this is from Bloober team is the name of the development company, which is Ooh. awesome. Uh, this one was called, uh, I, the Medium. I totally forgot about this one. T- tell us what the trailer was I, like. The trailer is so like gorgeous. Hill. Okay. I'm so really I'm like excited super, super excited to play this one. Cause it kind of reminds me of silent Hill because you know, there's two worlds and um, yeah. <laughs> But, like, you get to play as a chick, which is also awesome. Um, And, like, one of the worlds, uh, she has, like, abilities that helps her, like, solve, I I don't know, solve whatever horror shit she's got to fucking solve. Um, And it's, it's, it's gorgeous. It's super creepy. And you gotta, yeah, sneak around. I don't know. I'm excited. (laughs) What did you guys think? Mm-hmm. I liked seeing the two worlds side by side. I thought that was really cool to see how. Yeah. Like, how, do, how am I going to figure out which one to focus on? <laughs> yeah, there's like dual dual immersion. I think is what they were calling it. I was going to ask. So how did they? How did you like play that? Do you just switch back and forth from the two, or is it just always on screen with both of them? I'm not sure, but I'm thinking it would it like puzzle wise that would be a really interesting mechanic to use in like okay I got to move this bookshelf in the real world and then jump over to the spirit world to get the thing that I need to get. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a little less like Legend of Zelda type, right? Where you're b- bouncing back and forth between mm-hmm. some worlds there. Ryan, what did you think? Move this bookshelf and then open. Uh, you create a hole in the wall in the other room. <laughs> right. Yeah, it it looked cool. Um, it looked confusing, <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, it seems like an interesting mechanic that, that would be fun to play. Awesome. So next one I was excited for, um, mostly cause it started out with the giant Sega logo. Oh, this is the one I was thinking earlier. Yep. 
Um, so it's Fantasy Star Online 2, uh, New Genesis. Uh, it's an expansion of Fantasy Star Online 2 that they did release a little earlier this year. It's on Game Pass. You can play it with me, and you'll know that it's me because I'm running around in a robot suit that looks like Sonic the Hedgehog. Um, because I, I did the pre-order thing and got it. It totally um, reminded me of Sonic just watching the trailer. <laughs> you can the blue light coming out of the dude. <laughs> it's so it's like it's like a console MMO, much like Fantasy Star Online is. Um and it's very JRPG. Um <laughs> the menus are a little overwhelming at first, but once you get them you can, you can kind of jump into it, but I'm I'm excited to play it. Again, and they also Ryan are releasing the Tails armor. What? So you can play and you uh, play it's, Tales. It's couch club? It's landmark. So um, I have no idea what it's about or like how good it is. I don't know. Come over and be in the Tales armor. Don't know. And they also have the Knuckles armor too, where you get giant fists and you apparently know the way. Um, <laughs> but Gross. you know what? You know what is Couch Cop? The Couch Co-op multiplayer? What? Battle Toads. All right. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> Can I be a Tails Toad? Uh, we can name one Tails. <laughs> um, what did you guys, what, uh, Jamie, Mike, do you guys have any thoughts on the Fantasy Star Online? Yeah, I'd be curious to try it. I've never played one. I was curious. Does it play kind of like Xenoblade Chronicles? Does mm-hmm. it play like one? Of the, that's one of the ones that I would think of. It. Just yeah. looking at it, it kind of reminded me of Xenoblade really quickly. Just at a quick glance. Yep, that would be a good. That would be a good. Um, um, a good comparison. Yep, yeah, that'd be a good comparison to that one. Okay, um, second to last one we got was Crossfire X. Um, so this is a, looks like it's another round shoot a man, uh, first person shooting game. Um, it looks like it's going to have a free to play multiplayer portion coming later this year. Uh, but it looked like it had a pretty interesting story going on to it. I just hope they actually let me play it and not just do story off to the side. And then they're like, but then you just go shoot people and here's story off to the side, like overwatch. All the story in Overwatch is not in Overwatch. What do you guys think? So when they say free to play, does that mean you don't need like Xbox Live to play it? I'm thinking it's more like how Call of Duty, you can get the new Call of Duty Modern Warfare that has the uh, their Battle Royale mode or whatever they're calling it. But you can also just download the Battle Royale mode that is free. Mm. I'll give it a shot. And I feel it feels like uh, um, they're going to be doing that with Halo as yeah. well. That came out today. It hasn't been confirmed yeah. yet, but it looks like there's going to be a Halo multiplayer that you can download free without downloading the rest of the game. Oh, okay. Anybody I, else got thoughts? I think it looks gorgeous. I probably pick it up if it does have a good storyline. Because if it's just like a a shit like a not very flesh out storyline and. Um, a lot of just shooting. I'm not going to enjoy it, but I am a sucker for a universe expansion. Cool. Uh, Mike, Jamie, nothing. 
Yeah, I may pick it up eventually if I get an Xbox, but yeah. Um, cool. I don't remember anything really sticking out a ton on this one. Cool. But remember, all of the games that they announced will be playable on Game Pass, which means a big chunk of these will be able to be played Game Pass on PC, so you might not even need to buy an Xbox to play them. Um, the one guy kind of looks like you. Which what? Uh, what and what in Crossfire? Yes, <laughs> the bearded guy. Well, <laughs> listen, every guy with a dark beard vaguely looks like me. Um, <laughs> all right, Ryan. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, this is the whole reason that you came on. So other than that, the, other than we love you. In the, oh, thank you. In the classic, but one more thing, fashion. You know what? That is also a great polygon video. (laughs) (laughs) Um, They gave us a little, a little taste, a little teaser of, of one of my very favorite games, Fable. So excited. And it was perfect because it showed the, like the nice tranquil, in the in the nature with the little fairy going around and then well bam the fairy gets eaten by a frog (laughs) (laughs) and then it pans up and shows the 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 classic fable castle and yeah i i love the fable games um i'm excited to see where this one goes it looks like it's going to be this this the the british funny dry humor stuff that Mm -hmm. i'm very excited it has been way too long since we had a fable game, um, and all of those those uh, unsubstantiated, now confirmed rumors that <laughs> Playground Games, uh, the one that put out a couple of years, I believe it was last podcast, I was talking about them uh, putting out a, a an ad for someone that was uh, to work on the game that was versed in a lore of a certain area of England that happened to be named Albion. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I'm excited for this because it's there. You're right. The humor is what makes the Fable games what they are. I'm excited because it's been so long. And a couple months ago, I was playing, I think I was playing three. um, And I didn't realize how much I was over the (laughs) graphics. Like everything's so pretty now in comparison. And I was like, I'm really excited for this because I think it's going to end up being gorgeous. So... That's what I want mm-hmm. in a Fable game. <laughs> Just to make my character pretty and funny. <laughs> Mike, Jamie? Yeah, it did look Liar. great. I love the humor. I, I did chuckle when, when the uh, the toad <laughs> whapped her. Um, but yeah, I've never played the Fable series. I should probably um, either get an Xbox and get the games and play them. Or at least watch somebody play through them somewhere, somehow. <laughs> They're also on Game Pass. So I'm just for me, keep again, because, that, because I wasn't I think it's an really Xbox, cool that you can play all these games um, on PC. Up, I well, I have a new laptop, really so I might Fable. actually be able to play it, them yeah, on, this on PC. Like it was fun. Fable, I swore um, it was. But it's at the same time, time, I was playing I Baldur's all, Gate, all three of them, uh, which is, hmm. I think, one of the favorite games of all time. 
And I just mm. felt like wrong, you have to tell me because I was gonna. Play if it came down to the two, I, I was I was gonna enjoy Baldur's Gate more. So I never down. really like invested in looking into get into Fable. So it was a um, panda. Is that what I just heard? Later on, like when Fable <laughs> yes, Three was coming out, uh, I started to really not like Peter Molyneux. <laughs> uh, um, and I, I I didn't like the guy at all. Um, and so I guess that kind of deterred me from like ever seeking it out, but. This fable, not being uh, part of Peter Molyneux's, uh, I guess, I don't know what you call it, portfolio. Um, I'm interested to try it out. I don't. I, I hope you don't have to play the other three to get this one because I just kind of want to jump into this one. Yeah. So I I am interested. I'll give it a shot. I mean, you probably can. It's a new studio. It's a new system. It's been so long. I don't think they'd be like, and continuing. I just really hope that it lets me have a husband in every town. Right? I was going to say that. The set is the most important part. Like, it's like a Sims game. Every time they release a new Sims expansion, they have to give us another location to have sex at. So I really hope they flesh that out a lot more. (laughs) I live live, like, you know, go have sex and then go chop the wood. Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to my next town. Um, But yeah, so that was the whole event uh, and our thoughts on it. Um cool thing is we're getting uh we're going to get another xbox event but before that next thursday i believe uh we have the next playstation event um and we're just hoping one of them will tell us how much the damn systems are going to be this is the first year that i'm watching both events because this is the first year um i will have both consoles in my house an option to play either one so yeah this is uh, chase and i have both been watching both um, streams and, and previews and stuff. So this is, this is the first time I've ever cared about the PlayStation side of things. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, and that's this, that's kind of how I've always been. I usually like will watch the. Usually it's E three. I'll watch E three. I'll see which one that I like, like with launch titles or like backwards compatibility that I will want first. And I'll get that one first and then I'll play it. And then I'll usually about the time they come out with like the slim version, sure. like a year, year and a half on, then I get the other one. Um, and honestly, um, I'm excited. It, it doesn't quite I, sell I would me. Probably on, go, I'm on probably going to go with Xbox. Xbox and then the second they announced God of War, I'm going to buy the Game God of War Pass. edition. And my PC mm-hmm. is going to be more powerful so than any Xbox. That's, that's kind of so, what I'm counting on over here. Um, will probably um, still stick with yeah, any, the new any PlayStation and then wrap up thoughts Pass. overall what you thought um, about the stuff before we I, end this yeah but I don't I don't plan on because I, really I think buying an Xbox for me would just be redundant but with how expensive it's going to be I'm probably not going to I'm probably going to get the Xbox and then wait a couple years for the PlayStation 
to be honest. Jamie, Mike. Yeah. Yeah. And so in that, in that case, like it would make sense uh, for someone to get like the Xbox because that's going to be, I mean, like no matter how expensive it is, it's still cheaper than a brand new high powered PC. But since I already have it, there's no point for me to buy the Xbox. Mm-hmm. That's a solid plan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then for me, where my la- or my computer barely handles basic online MMOs, there's no way I'm going to be able to play Forza on this thing. <laughs> Right, right, right. Jamie? Yeah, I'm I'm probably going to stick with PlayStation at this point. Just it's got the Ratchet and Clank games. Thank you, Ryan. Spider-Man. So those those are my staples. Those are the games I love. And I'm, I'm kind of in Mike's camp. I just bought a brand new PC that's pretty or laptop that's pretty good. So I could probably do Game Pass and play a few of these if I wanted mm-hmm. to. For, until, you know, a year or two later and see, you know, if there's a slim down version or something of Xbox that I want to get or of the, the PS five. We'll just go shopping together for our slim versions of the opposite consoles that we purchased. (laughs) It'll be great. Um, But yeah, that's, uh, that's all I, that's all I had. Um, like to thank Ryan for coming on. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah. Thank Ryan. Such a good episode. I love Ryan. I love you. Um, I do think we should mention um, the the PS Plus. They've actually dropped the first August game already. The Modern Warfare Two story is already out Mm. for download. I was kind of shocked by that. Um, It wasn't in the news section. I just recalled it. And then the other game comes out next week, and we won't be recording next week. I don't think so. Unless PlayStation knocks it out of the park on Thursday, and and they de- it, it, the people demand to hear our thoughts, yeah. then maybe. Yeah, the other PS Plus game isn't it? It's like Jackbox Games, but it's the new one, right? It's it's the party game. Yeah, bundle. yeah. So that'll that'll be out there, and I know they've released the Xbox, the four games on that, and I don't remember what they are. Mm, yeah, yeah, and I don't think any of them have come out yet. Yeah, they haven't, but they'll be out next week, so people should be uh, mindful of that, and then. Um, book club game again, just as Tomb Raider, the the relaunch of the games from I think it was what 2012. Yep. Mm-hmm. It came out on PS3, and then they've done the definitive edition on on PS4 and Xbox. So, I yeah, was playing the 360 version because that is what I have. Okay, yeah, I was gonna say it was probably also on the 360. Mm-hmm. Did you start that, Pat? Uh, no, I have not started it yet. I didn't know if you'd even played it before. It's I, I, yeah, I've beat it before. Okay, I, I messed up and played Rise of the Tomb Raider first. So I'm sure this will be interesting. I'll be like, why won't you do this? And I'll be like, oh, that must be something they added. I'm just waiting for that to to nip me. I love <laughs> Tomb Raider games because I love like I love the puzzle solving and the action and stuff. Like I liked the original Tomb Raider games better because there was more puzzle to them um, than these ones, where these ones are a little more survival in action um but i still eat this shit up so yeah yeah i thought it'd be fun it'd be that'd be fun i was was going between that uncharted and the um 
Ori and the Blind Forest. Those were kind of the three I was going for for the, the game of the month, and I decided to go Tomb Raider since Rise of the Tomb Raider is on uh, PS Plus this month, and that'll be coming off, I guess, on Monday. will be the last mm-hmm. day you guys can download that for the month. But yeah, no, it was really fun to have uh, the Uncanny Ryab on here. It was it was delightful to be on here. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll have to have you come on. Yeah, please do. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 Please, I, I, that, that I'll the sing deal. for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, before we close, sorry, this is hot off the press. I'm just saying, like 15 minutes <laughs> ago, this was released on PC Gamer. So I'm just... news. Is um, it there is an update on everyone's Shit. favorite game of all time, Anthem. No, it's Anthem, the one that no one really gives two shits about. But here we go. They detailed um, some stuff that's going to change with Anthem because this has been like promised for months and months and months with no details. Uh, so PC Gamer, I mean, it may have come out earlier today. Unless I don't you know. read it earlier. First <laughs> here, I'll push my buttons. Um, maybe. Unless you read it earlier, then you heard it from here second. Um, full list of what Bioware is working on. Here we go. Increase the frequency of loot drops, which is what everyone wanted. Loot is viable more often. All items are better and more competitive, but there's still a chance of getting something exceptional. All loot rarities have strategic value throughout progression. You can pursue specific loot without relying on randomness. Modify your loot, including re-rolling inscriptions and leveling up items. Loot is supposed to feel more exciting and more noticeable when it drops and is celebrated when you collect. Rare enemies uh, create exciting moments to get a burst of loot all at once. They're, they're like describing <laughs> they do it already. everything that every other game does. But here we go. Uh, re- <laughs> Reveal and equip loot right away. Are you serious? That's a feature? Reveal and equip the loot right away. Complete revamp of the equipment sheet, including... Detailed stats, like you didn't have stats before, I guess. The equipment sheet can be accessed from anywhere, uh, which allows you to easily see what you have equipped in each slot. Each item has an inscription budget based on its power and rarity. That sucks. No more useless items because they were missing. Must have inscriptions. I don't know what that means. Exceptional items are about getting the exact types of bonuses you want instead of the maxing values in every bonus. Your power cap can be easily increased. Loot system scales accordingly, and advanced telemetry data allows us to identify trends and make meaningful <laughs> balance changes. It sounds like they're just making it a normal game. And if Anthem didn't have this before, I'm really yeah. sorry for the Anthem. Yeah. Hot, hot off the press, news. folks. Hot off go. the press. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Hot off the press. Or maybe cool. Maybe yeah. this came out earlier and I uh, just saw it. All right, That's guys. Uh, Raya, Go ahead and uh, plug the other thing that you do. Um, you can find me on Nerd Dome Podcast at facebook.com forward slash the Nerd Dome. Yeah, right? Nerd Dome and Podcast. Then, <laughs> Nerd Dome Podcast. I don't even know. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> and then we're at, on Instagram at the Nerd Dome and the Twitface. And, um, <laughs> I'm letting on. you do this next episode, by the uh, way. it's Have you not listened since you've been gone how I struggle through this every time? <laughs> <laughs> I like um, Twit Face. I think that's my <laughs> new favorite. And and you can listen to it on Stitcher and Google Podcasts and and wherever fine podcasts are found. There you go. 
All right, guys. Um, anyone iTunes? else have uh, iTunes? <laughs> anyone else have anything before we wrap this up? Thank you for listening. <laughs> <laughs> all right guys all right thanks everyone for, thanks for enjoying this this massively long episode go ahead jamie yo everybody game harder <laughs>